Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to the Child Whisper podcast that I air most Mondays at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Today, we're talking about profiling the type 2 child. I am broadcasting simultaneously on my Facebook fan page. So I will be doing a segment at the beginning of the show where I'm going to look, um, show you some images of type 2 children to teach you the face profiling strategies for type 2 children. So welcome to both my blog talk radio and my Facebook audience. Today's episode is sponsored by Marine phytoplankton, I take this nutritional food every day. It's a simple, easy way to meet your children's nutritional needs, especially the micronutrients they need to grow a healthy brain. Go to thechildwhisper.com forward slash plankton. You'll see a link in the copy and get yourself the, it's an easy, simple way to satisfy nutritional needs for growing, developing children. And adults, your brain needs micronutrients in order to stay, develop in a healthy way and be balanced. And marine phytoplankton is one of the most sustainable, most powerful ways to get that nutrition in your body every day. And it shows over time. I've been using plankton or some form of algae for 25 years. And I gave it to my youngest son when he was just a, a boy about six, seven years old. He was showing signs of just um, anxiety and stress, and we give him this wonderful, nutritious food through some drops, and he settled right down. It really spoke to his body. So check it out at thechildwhisper.com forward slash plankton. Now, I want to read a success story today. This mom is a type 3, and she wrote in, I'm a type 3 mother of a type 1 eight-year-old. Over the last two days, I noticed that she was very unsettled. She was getting stuck on a single track, finding it hard to be adaptable and cope with change, all very unlike her. She told me her recent experience has been difficult because of her classmates. Having listened to the last couple of weeks of the podcast, I suspected that she was running the unsettled energy of her classmates. We did the spinal flush, and zipped up her energy. The result? I got my balanced type 1 daughter back. Thanks, Carol, for your information. It makes parenting more successful each and every day. And so you can check out, I teach a lot of my energy techniques on my website at, you can go to thechildwhisper.com or carolpuddle.com will get you there as well. Now let's talk about the type 2 child. We're going to start with the face profiling mechanics. I have some images. I happen to have three type two grandchildren. I have two of my own, two type two children. I have my oldest son is a type two, and my youngest daughter is a type two. Many of you know her in my Dressing Your Truth program and Puddle Brown. And we now have of our eight grandchildren, we are leading with three type two grandchildren. Those are the 
I was counting the types, and there are we have the most type two grandchildren. What a blessing! They bring a calming nature to our family. So I'm going to start with uh, my granddaughter Adeline. She is Kristen Sarah's one of her twin daughters. And what we're looking for is a this is a sensitive child, a soft, subtle movement in their faces, blended, a more blended complexion, a downward cascading downward softer movement to their face, the, the fuller cheek that blends into their jawline, kind of the weighted, heavier cheek. And so we'll start with Adeline, and you can see in her a very blended inner complexion, meaning there's not very much contrast between her, her hair color, her brow color, and her skin color. We see she's got a cute little expression here with her upper lip creating an S-curve. They tend to have very softened nose bridges right above the tip of the nose. It's not as pronounced or strong. The bone, the no, the bone in the nose is it, it actually can even slope down a bit. So it creates right under the inner part of the eye this cascading kind of softened effect. We see the heavy eyelid and the elongated brows coming down and the fuller cheek here at the bottom. Now let's look at my oldest type 2 grandson. We definitely see the weighted cheek in him. See how that right down here? And you see the heavy lid in the eye and again the softened. So everything in the downward cascading movement of his eyes. See how that dips down there? So you can see the softening effect on his face. This is the newest grandchild, Samuel. Oh, I should say, this is Neil. He is the third son of my oldest daughter, Jenny. Uh, Jenny has a, four boys, one of each type, all in order. Backwards, four, three, two, one. This is the yeah, newest. This is Samuel and Tuttle Brown's newest baby. This is a recent picture of him, and you can see. There, you don't even see any coloring on his brows. They're so blended. You see the heavier cheek right here. He has cute little chin dimple. He actually has dimples when he smiles. Dimples aren't type specific. They don't determine a child's type. Any type can have dimples. But you see the uh, almond eye shape on Samuel quite well. And an oval face shape. Then here are some images that I actually picked up from just the internet. This girl has, I think, a really great example of a weighted cheek and that downward cascading movement. Her she looks very soft and gentle. Another little boy, again, you see, you can see the similarities in each of these. The hooded eye, the downward cascading movement of the, the eye, the blended cheek. And this little boy definitely is very soft very soft through the nose bridge, the cheek, and this little boy as well. Very much in the eyes. See how they both brows move down like falling. The brows are falling. So your type two, we're going to keep going on Blog Talk Radio. I've got uh, two giveaways today. You've seen recently some posts that I've had with the Wonderful, remarkable Dr. Christian Northrup. And today, to my first two callers, and for those of you watching on Facebook, you can see the number in the copy above the video. I'm going to be giving away a copy of Dr. Northrup's book, 
mother-daughter wisdom. You'll want a copy of this if you have a daughter or you are a daughter. And her other book that's fabulous, Goddesses Never Age. Each uh, caller will get, the first caller will get the mother-daughter wisdom. The second caller will get Goddesses Never Age. And make sure you go to carolpuddle.com and check out the three videos that recently posted my interviews with Dr. Northrup. She has been through Dressing Your Truth. She is addressing your truth, um, actively dressing her truth, true to her type. You can learn all about her type and her how she feels about dressing your truth. And then also she teaches you about some really valuable information about taking care of your female reproductive system and your pre-menopausal, uh, menopause and post-menopausal years, which apparently is most of our lives as women is what I've learned from her. So thanks for watching. Do you have a type two child? All my Facebook fans, where are you listening from? And do you have a type two child? How has the child whisper helped you be more successful in parenting them, knowing they are a sensitive, emotionally based human being? So let's keep listening on Blog Talk Radio. Jump on over. There is a link in the copy on the Facebook copy and also a phone number that you can dial into. Looking forward to Keep the show going. So I had a question come in this week, and you can call in with any questions today as well. Uh, let's keep going. Well, let me finish up some of the other qualities that you'll notice with type 2 children. These are kids that will become whiners if they do not get heard. They'll go into a counter move to their gentle nature. They'll actually start to counter it by ramping things up because they're frustrated. They'll get whiny and pouty and can throw tantrums. And so that's because they're not getting the kind of attention they need, which is to slow down, pay attention, make a physical connection with them, bring the volume down, really let them feel their feelings and let them be heard. Engage them. Bring it out. They're an introvert energy, meaning it, their energy runs internally first. It runs inward. And so you need to help set it up for you to be successful in their community. You need to set up this, you know, give them setups, statements, um, engage them, help bring it out and let them have their feelings now that they're just going to have more of an emotional basis in life, and as they start to give, are given permission to their feelings, they actually can manage them more successfully. They're not able to manage their feelings when they're pent up and they're not free to express them. Then they'll take over. Is a type, you know, there's a lot of type two adults in uh, my world of energy profiling that have had so much pent-up emotional energy that it can often they feel get the best of them because they weren't given the support they needed as children to be able to integrate this emotional experience so that they're growing with it cognitively, being able to manage it in a way that um, they're not in conflict with it or fighting it all the time. So that is another quality you'll see in a type 2 child. They're, they're, rather than saying, you know, they're sensitive to things. They can get their feelings hurt readily. Uh, rather than making that a weakness of their character, notice that's an expression of their nature. And so their body language is also going to be just more fluid. They're going to want to relax more, sit with S-curves. They'll have a, a 
more methodical pace. I don't like, you know, we've, we tend to have a very fast-paced culture of the world, so we tend to think they're slow-paced. Maybe they, they would say we're, they're, they stroll rather than walk at a fast clip. And maybe they're showing us a preferred pace. Maybe we could all join their pace. We'd all be a little healthier for it. They also have a voice that tends to be softer with a medium pitch. You know, again, if they are not being heard and being given, so you don't wait for them to come, you know, make sure you engage them to hear them. Because they're a more of an introvert. Their energy will not try and take over unless they're in a stress or crisis mode. So try and prevent that by engaging them and hearing them on a regular basis. So my first question came in from a type 2 mom, and she writes, my oldest daughter is almost 6. I'm not sure what energy type she is yet, but I think she's a type 2. She's not able to sleep through the night, and now she's having dreams where she wakes up crying. When I ask her about the dream, she says she doesn't remember what it's about. We all need sleep, and she's keep keeping us up. How can I help her? Is this common for type 2 children? You know, I would think rather than ask her about what the dream was about, um, let her, maybe again, is she not being heard in the day? Is she not getting the attention that's satisfying her emotional needs at age six? Is this a way that she subconsciously is trying to get some needs met? So be patient with her. And rather than show, if you show frustration towards what she's doing, she'll feel like she's the problem, which will, again, make her feel bad. So we have, you know, this is part of parenting. Accept that. This is part of parenting. Children go through phases. They are going to give us challenges. They're going, so if it's triggering you, look at the tr your own triggers and why this is bothered. I didn't get that in your, your type two mom, so likely you're fairly patient with this. Um, I'd ask her how she feels about it. So you're asking what the dream's about rather than how does that dream make you feel? How are you feeling? Okay, and how can I comfort you now? What can I do to comfort you? What can I do to help you feel safe and comfortable? Comfort her. She's looking for comfort. Comfort from your being there in a loving, kind, soothing way. How are you feeling? What is that? How does that dream make you feel? Oh, yeah. I, don't, I can see I wouldn't want to feel that way either. Yeah, and validate her feelings. You know, you feel sad. Oh, it makes you feel scared. Yeah, and, you know, rather than try and fix that, just validate the feelings. Let her know you care and that you're there to comfort her. Let's take my first caller. Hi, Alicia. Welcome to the show. You have won a copy of Dr. Northrup's Mother Daughter Wisdom book. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. That will be so valued. Thank you. Did you happen to see the videos that she was featured in? I recently posted on my website. I did, and I loved the whole oh, I'm so glad the yeah. combo has come into existence. That's I know. It's been great. She's awesome. She's she's a really cool lady. It's a really honor oh, to yeah. meet her. So, yeah, so you've got it. A, you're a type 1 mom, and you have a question about a type 3 daughter. She's biting her nails. Yeah. Oh, do I know this well. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have been, I started out, okay, I look at my own story. I'm a type three and I started biting my nails when I was about five or six. 
And today, if I don't mm-hmm. have acrylic nails on top, the tips, I'll pick at them yeah. still. It's pretty long. Yep. It's a difficult habit. So what's not, you know, as I look back to why would I have started doing that, I had a lot of stress as a child. It was a toxic environment. And I didn't have an ability to express my physical energy enough in a very hands-on way. Doing, I need to do okay. something with my hands. Because I was nervous uh-huh. a lot as a child. I was nervous about the environment of the home. Um, my father was very, uh, he was a type three with a lot of rage. And so see that, I can really now understand why a type three would, would bite or, because we're very hands-on in the world. So it's like I got to do something okay. with my hands. Yep. So yep. my mom, mistake, yep. my mom mistakenly put gloves on my hands. I don't think, I think if she'd engaged me in physical, you know, do something with your hands. Go do something with your hands. Go make a puzzle. Mm. Go teach her how to crochet because uh, that's quick. Crocheting is easy. Okay. Yeah, one needle. I mean, right. I think history, or, you know, I used to like those looms. You could make yeah. hot pads. <laughs> yep. Yep. Something that doesn't take a lot done. of figuring it out but lets her stay busy with her hands. But then why, you know, what, is there a stress going on for her that she's some kind of something that might be causing a state of nervousness? I'd look at that too. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let me know how that works. I'd love to hear back from you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for calling in. We've got another book of Dr. Northrup's to give away. Press one. If you're calling into the show, I have her... Goddesses Never Age, The Secret Prescription for Radiance, Vitality, and Well-Being. And it includes the 14-Day Ageless Goddess, 14-Day Ageless Goddess Program. This is a New York Times best-selling book. So I'd love to give that away to another caller. Um, just press number one and my producer will jump on the phone with you. My next question came in from a type one mom. She writes, My 13-year-old son is a classic type 2, and I'm a type 1 mom. Here's our struggle. He won't do what he's told when he's told. At his school, if he doesn't complete an assignment, he has to stay after school or come early for 15 minutes. If he fails to do this, he gets a 30-minute detention. He doesn't use time wisely at school and forgets to do stuff all the time. He wants to do things his way, not mine or the teacher's. Any ideas what could be going on with him? So a 13-year-old as a type 2 has, is old enough, I'd say even in the, you know, once a child starts being given responsibilities that they need to execute and follow through on, of course your type 2 son won't do it your way. You're a type 1. And the fact that he's not empowered to do it his way is going to cut off his desire and motivation to follow through on it because he's pleased doing it according to other people. So actually you have to applaud your son for not feeling ashamed of himself enough to override his own nature and comply because he's old enough at 13 for you to enroll him as a type two to make, to, to give him that responsibility. He's saying, I want to do things my way. Well, what if you just handed it to him and said, okay, I'd like you to come up with a plan of your way and you'll be responsible for it. 
and just share it with me. And then in that plan, I'd like you to also design how I could support you. What would that look like? And see, because you're both taking over the job. You know, he's just being told what to do. And I don't know what type the teacher is, but if she's not a type two, and you're both going to be more impatient because he will feel slower to you. And you're going to operate at a much faster clip that he will just want to disengage from you as a result. So I actually acknowledge your son's commitment to himself. Good for him for not putting, denying himself of himself that he's holding strong and saying, no, I'm not going to do this. He's only 13. He doesn't know the answer to this. Read the child whisper type two section again. Read this section. There are sections on, and I, I did, um, I've got, you know, look in the podcast archives. I've got very specific podcasts for each of the four types on very specific um, topics. So make sure you're a podcast, active podcast listener so you're learning because your son, actually, if you want to have a bond with him, this is the time period in which to do it because between 13 and 18, he's developing his own social network. And by 18 to 20, he's going to, put you on the outer circle of relationships if you don't make an effort to really get to know who he is, how he functions in the world, and how to support his develop, natural development of that and empower him to be a, that he is wanting to be responsible and successful because I believe every child wants that. I really think we're all designed for that. So... Good luck with letting me know how that goes. Got another caller. We've got two people. Let's see. I don't have any notes. If we've got any, go ahead and put in any. My my producer's listening. Um, if you've got any, maybe you're talking to him still. I don't know. Here we go. I let's see. Oh, we have, it's the day of Alicia. Mom's named Alicia. Hi, Alicia. Hang on, getting you on the air here. Hi, Alicia. Hi. The last caller was Alicia, and she was a type one mom. (laughs) I know, and I was was thinking about calling him, but I was like, no. (laughs) And then when the first caller was Alicia and was a type one mom, I was like, Okay, I think I'll call. It's a sign. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a copy of Goddesses Never Age. And um, I forgot to tell my first caller, send your name and shipping address to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. And we'll ship that off to you. Awesome. Thank you. So you you're welcome. You have an eight-year-old daughter who's a type two and the notes say bullying at school. So give me a little more info on that one. Yeah, she has some pervasive, like, 30 or 40 kids bullying her at school. And so it was, yeah, they have some specific problems at that school. And uh, her teacher and the administration, like, are not, it's really actually really strange. But I'm homeschooling her now. But she, I mean, she did become 
all suicidal. It was very scary. But now she's, hmm. like, disconnected from me. And, you know, I, I try, like, so many things, you know, like eye contact and singing together, but <clears throat> she's developed this disconnection from me now, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, I don't understand because, you know, I'm just trying to help her. But right, I right. Sounds like... Um, and I'm not a doctor, so but based on my personal experience and my own study, she's dealing with some brain health consider, you know, some what's, because what happens when there's some form of depression presenting, kids will, will start to, this is, these are classic signs where they'll start to disengage, go within, uh, lots going on in her internal world. And so getting some, you know, the drops, the marine phytoplankton, is a really good resource because it's like her brain's not functioning properly and it's a brain could possibly be a brain health issue the go-to expert on this is dr daniel amen i actually three weeks ago went down to his clinic my husband and i went down to his clinic in costa mesa california and we um got our brain scanned and i'm reading his book right now change your brain change your life he tells a lot of stories about children and the class, kind of the first signs of just there's not, they need, um, you know, micro, micronutrients at a level our food's not providing. And so I start with the marine phytoplankton, the childwhisper.com forward slash plankton. And you do that at a 10% of their body weight, whatever her weight is, give her 10%. Like if she's 60 pounds, she gets six drops. Um, another, and another source I'd look into is truehope.com if, but I, I start the easy route, you know, and she is a type two. So she's, there's some shame going on there. And so rather than you just trying to lift her mood, get down to her level. Cause she is a type one. You're trying to make her happier, really kind of be okay with where she's at and meet her there and find out what she's feeling. Because there could have been some shame residue from being, um, t- you know, she may feel like she's a problem and she's being homeschooled now because she didn't fit in. You know, there's a lot of ways kids will play this out that will leave an imprint. So the good news is she's showing you there's some emotional stuff going on for her. And you want to know that because you want to help her work through that. And as I said in the introductory comments, that you need to set the stage to allow her to get expressive. So if you're doing any of the classic type one, just trying to get her to feel happier, I'd I'd stop and meet her in a place where you can just comfort her, engage her in sharing her feelings and how she feels about what's happened. Let her cry about it. You know what I'm saying? There's some stuff there that needs to be worked through. Oh, that seems like a key for me to meet her where she is and allow her to be yeah. unhappy. Well, your reflex just by nature is going to be just without any thought about it to just try and lift her mood. See, and it's like, well, it's probably, it's too heavy. You know what I'm saying? This, uh, that's a traumatic event in a child's life. That That's traumatic. That's the kind of stuff people heal, you know, 30 years later. So take care of it now. Yeah. <laughs> I am trying. <laughs> and you might even look into if it's that serious, if if there's a need for a counselor or something, too. I mean, it's a bit, you know, 
be patient with it and be prayerful and you'll be led so that she can um, come out on the other side stronger and, and everybody has learned a lot from it. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks for calling in and appreciate moms that are willing to learn moms and dads. There's a lot of great parents on the planet. My next caller is Crystal, another type one mom. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Um, you want I'm help calling. with potty training a type four? Yeah, I think she's a type four. I've go, gone back and forth between a one four or a four one, but um, she's going to be four in September, and um, she's completely trained in that she wears underwear all day. She knows when she has to go to the bathroom. She doesn't have any accidents, but she will only go in a diaper. So we take her in the bathroom, put a diaper on, you know, she goes yeah. and put her underwear back on. Um, she will not she by go herself in, in the bathroom. bathroom? Yes, she has insisted that we leave, we close the door, so we, we do give her, you know, the privacy while she's in there. Um, she even will sit, like, on, you know, a potty seat on the toilet, but she will only do that with a diaper on. Like, she will not do anything oh. if she doesn't have a diaper on. Have you asked her why she prefers yes. to go in a diaper? Um, yes, and at first she would just say, I just don't want to. I just want to wear a diaper forever. I'm never going to take, you know, I'm never going to go not in a diaper. And then lately she's been saying, um, she'll just say, I'm scared, but we don't, I can't get anything more than that. Like, I don't know what she would be scared of. I, I don't, I don't know. That's a, um, we might point out to her that nobody's wearing diapers has to certainly right. you know what I'm saying you know matter of fact if she's type four just say well okay you know you you can do that but mommy and daddy don't wear diapers and um I wonder yeah I'm not it's interesting it's like is she, did you introduce the is she scared of sitting on the toilet um she'll sit on it with like a potty you know like a smaller seat on it um I think part of the problem is I think we started way too early before she was ready. Like we started her yeah. before her second birthday and yeah, she pretty just early. wanted nothing to do with it. And then I just let it go for a long time until other people started saying like, she's not potty trained yet. And now we've just ended mm-hmm. up at, at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she won't stay in a diaper forever. <laughs> I'm thinking she's just got to have it on her terms now. Because of that early okay. event, you know what I'm saying? That who cleans her up after she goes in the diaper? We Yeah, I clean her up for whoever, her father. Is she afraid of the mess? No. I keep probing doesn't... that one. I keep probing okay. that one. Are you afraid okay. of this? You can do it on, you know, you have a validating phrase for her. That's okay. You can do it on your terms. Okay. You can do it your way. I think she needs that reinforced because you know it's not going to be the case. It just makes a little more right. for you at the moment. So, again, it's one of those things you got to write it out, go through the steps, knowing it's not going to be ongoing because she's going to be, right. you know, just her right. ability to think that through will shift. But I think validate that that's okay. You can do it your way. Okay. Okay. How can I, I can help you? And then find out, are you afraid of the mess? Because if you're still, that's the only thing she's not doing on her right. own. And if she's a type four and that just feels overwhelming, that, you know, how do I handle it? Because, you know, 
So okay, turn that that's out. Helpful. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Cami is calling in, who's a type three mom. Hi, Cami. Hi. How you doing? Oh, we're surviving. Ah, well. Yeah. That that um you've got a type let's see, you've got three children, a type three four year old, type one two year old, and a type three one year old. Well, you have three children very close in age. Yes. So you're feeling like you can't get anything done and your life's in chaos. Yes. Do you have any help in your home? Um, my husband, he, he is a huge help. Um, he does what he can. He's in school right now finishing his undergrad and working full time. Um, unfortunately, my mother just moved to California. Um, she like, don't have any like, hired help. Five minutes left. No, I don't have any hired help. I have had some little teenagers come and help me for a couple hours every once in a while. Um, but most of the time, no, I don't have help. And why do you not get any, like, why don't you put that in place every week? Um, I don't know. It's probably more so pride on myself, thinking I should and can do it all when I shouldn't expect that from myself. Well, and I don't know why, to me, see, motherhood has nothing. You're actually a worse mother as far as emotionally <laughs> by not getting help than if you were to get mm-hmm. the help for all the physical demands that this mm-hmm. group of three children require to free yourself up, to give yourself some emotional. Because um, as a type three, if you're not getting things done, you get an emotional hit from that. See, so you've got what's called a psychological reversal where you're putting your value on the wrong thing. You think mm-hmm. you doing it all alone and your determined nature that you can do it is mm-hmm. you're just fooling, you're fooling yourself. And so you think that makes you a better mother when actually it's making you a worse mother because you're depleted, you're frustrated, and you're not a happy mom. Yeah. So get the help. Okay. Two. To at least twice a week for like two hours and then dedicate, have it really spelled out too. When I did that, I was in your situation. I had five, I had four kids, six and under, and my the youngest three were three and under, three, two, and a baby. Mm-hmm. And when the, I called it a, I hired a, um, I had different age, I had a, 12-year-old that was really on top of things once. I had a 16-year-old at one point because she could drive. And the older mm-hmm. that I hired him, the more I had to pay him. But um, mm-hmm. I and I hired her as a mother's helper. I had the job description all type, you know, is all printed out. Mm-hmm. Every day she came, I had it very defined what she had to do. Because I didn't need to add a, another person to my, my situation. I... Mm-hmm. I enrolled them in the job. So mm-hmm. the job description was really clearly spelled out what I expected of them, the very various things they would be doing, the pay, the the days and times. And then each time I told them, when you come, I'll have it, um, I'll have it all written out for you. What, what you'll need to be doing that day. Mm-hmm. And when they were, Younger, I just, they were, when the 12-year-old, 13-year-old was doing it, 
either I would leave and go run errands or I would just get a lot done in my house. Mm-hmm. So unless you want to continue to suffer and survive and struggle, keep doing what you're doing or get some help. It's really that okay. simple. But I think you're okay. really conditioned to um, this whole frantic survival energy yes. that you, you have like an, it's almost like an addiction to live in this, to try and fix it. And it's like, well, there's that old saying, you keep doing what you're doing. You'll keep getting what you're getting. But the brain will tell you, your mind will say, no, no, we can make this different. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to get the help you need. Um, my next caller will be my last caller for today is Elizabeth, who's also a type one mom. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm good. And you, from my notes, you have a 13 year old son. that's a type three. Correct. And you want to know um, how to make amends with him when you need to. Yeah. Um, when you shared your story about your mom, and how you felt like she was such a worrier and that it seemed mm-hmm. like she worried more about what other people think than about mm-hmm. what you were expressing. Um, I realized I do that with my son, and I feel badly about that. But he he doesn't really like emotional talks or touchy-feely. Yeah. I, I, right. I, want, I want him to know that I've, I, I realize that now, and I do not want to do that to him anymore. Um, when you're, what would you have appreciated from your mom because when you were 13 you probably didn't like emotional conversations either yeah I would have appreciated probably any conversation oh you would have oh okay (laughs) now you've got a healthier situation than mine I'm pretty sure of that okay so well in your situation he probably just wants you to own it quick and just say got it you got any feedback for me oh okay to cool. say, hey, I just saw what I did. That wasn't cool. Okay. Yes, and it doesn't need to be okay. Good. Yeah. That's just accountability. Yes. And then if okay. he has any feedback, what can I do instead of that? You know, or. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story because um, I learned so much about myself, and it just a light bulb really went off. With me, and it explained to me why he gets upset when he he's an only child, and when he has okay. friends over, um, um, I do I don't know I anyway I just thought it was like oh that's what's going on because he feels like I criticize him in front of his friends because I don't want him to hurt mm-hmm. his friends. Sometimes I feel like he's being controlling of his friends. Mm-hmm. And well, see, um, and three kids are probably going to get that feedback. Um, a fair amount just because the fact we're, you know, we'll hit, when we're out in a public setting, you, we're told to be quiet. We're too loud because we're making it uncomfortable for other people. Or we're, t- again, what you're describing, his ability to take charge and take the lead and, and just um, yeah. do his thing. He's being told that's hurt, you know, that's a poor quality when it's really admirable, but there are yes. ways to approach him in a way to just um, help him. I like how you said quick and then ask for feedback. And he's good yeah, about that. Yeah, and tell him he your, will, tell him your motive. Does he know he's a type three? I'm sorry, say that again. 
Does he know he's a type three? Oh yeah, yes he yes he does. Yeah. He does. Okay, because you he know there are times when it's appropriate for some feedback to just say in this situation, you know. Just because in the as we work go out in the world and are dealing in relationships outside of family systems and social networks where we're in perfect, you mm-hmm. know, there is a chance there there is opportunity for every type to learn about their tendencies so that they're managing them in a mm-hmm. way that really produces success. And so tell him that's your intent uh, that you want to help mm-hmm. develop his his what's natural for him in a way that he's. It's optimized. He's optimizing. Absolutely. It. And he and I joke around a lot. And we're just, that's how he likes to relate to me. He relates to me by being silly and funny. And he loves to get a reaction out of me. And well, I end up being a type like one. a great relationship. Oh, yeah. We, we totally do. Um, and uh, just like you do, my gosh, you do with your kids as well. But I'm always learning. I'm always looking for something that I can, yeah. you know, that I can do better. And, um, uh, you know, a type three getting a reaction out of mom is one thing, okay? But getting a reaction out of your friends or, you know, anybody else, it's like, okay, well, there's some things it's okay to do with mom because I know him and he's yeah. my son. Um, and, you know, did you did you learn that as you grew into adulthood that, you know, there's some people it's safe to do that with, and then there's some people it's like, okay, they may not take kindly to that kind of. Yeah, that's what I'm talking what. about. So he has that kind of social awareness, you know what I'm saying? That he's like, eh, this situation, probably don't want to okay. do that, you know. So that's so just development. Him. Okay. Well, that's your, your, you know, that's, a I think, the role of a parent, too, to help them develop that ability, you know, because you'll see there's type 3 there's, for every type, they cannot have some skill sets, I think, that would be advantageous in different social settings and interrelation, you know, relationship scenarios that would be um, beneficial. <laughs> because first, they don't know their type, and then they just never right. learn how to manage themselves in a way that goes, okay, in this setting, it's probably better if I show up you know, it would be supportive for me and those involved to show up this way and kind of tweak this a bit. Well, he doesn't have it, the interest in the different types that I have. I mean, I am, like, wildly interested in it. I mean, Child Whisperer changed. Maybe know, when he starts changing my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. What um, I forgot what Child Whisperer says, but when do type threes typically get interested in in the opposite sex because he has no interest in girls right now. You know, I, I don't know if we even declared if I wrote about that specific to the types and okay. I would say he's having a good time being his type three self, which he classic. is classic of, of all the types. Totally. They'll be the least to go. They'll learn it kind of, by just being a party to it with you without having to study it. He'll just know it by the fact that you, oh, that's you fun. share because okay. that's a little luck, okay. you know, that's, how type threes learn a lot is just by being a, a participant in things. So, well, thanks oh, for calling Carol. in and appreciate all the great moms that listen to the show and the dads that also tune in. Thanks for wanting to learn and grow and be happy your children. The, um, you can now go to caroltuttle.com or the or dressingyourtruth.com 
you'll be finding all of my content on one amazing website as we've merged all the websites. And you may not you may not know that you can get great content from me every week on Monday in my Monday email. Carol Today is what we call it. So sign up just by going to caroltuttle.com and sign up for the Monday email. And my last week's child whisper post is now up. Is your perception of your children hurting them? An interesting look at how we perceive our children and how they pick up on these perceptions. And if it's not so positive, how we can turn that around because we really want our children to know we love them and pick up on a positive energy that we offer to them. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just go to iTunes.com forward slash Carol Tuttle. And please share this podcast with another parent who would benefit from it. There's a lot of parents in your life that want answers to their parenting questions, and you can be an answer to their prayer by sharing the child whisper information with them. And happening this week on Facebook, on Wednesday, we're doing our next live makeover. Go to facebook.com forward slash the Carol Tuttle. I do a lot of live broadcasts on my fan page, and I'd love to have you join me there as well. So thanks for everyone tuning in today. Thanks to all the moms for seeing the potential in their lives and making the choices to change to create more positive outcomes. I'll talk to you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.